Johnson is three-point territory, but guarded tightly. Johnson cuts left, now fires a three, and it's good! And he's fouled! A four-point play by Larry Johnson! Welcome to the four-point play podcast, the not-so-regular-anymore internationally-flavored basketball podcast where we talk about NBA. For the three friends who have forgotten who we are and still listen to us, my name is Sammy. I'm based in Australia with a French accent. And with me, I have, as usual, Alberto, based, <laughs> I have no idea where, always as traveling usual. around the world. Yeah, man. How are you doing? Where are you these days? I'm in Montreal and I'm going to head to Toronto in a couple of weeks. So nice. to watch the Raptors, I won't even be able to get into the, the arena, but you know. <laughs> at least i'll have the feeling of the scotia bank right now it's true do they have a, do they have a big screen outside in the uh what do they call it the the big uh, uh, jurassic park jurassic park do they have oh, a big man. screen outside they do they do <laughs> toronto is a sports city and it's crazy it's insane <laughs> montreal how's your uh, how's your uh, quebecois how's your french going that's it this This is still very good. <laughs> okay, okay. Cool. So, um, breaking news, as uh, you just told me, uh, the most skilled three-point shooter in the game just won the three-point contest, as, uh, as expected. Uh, his okay, name thank is... Thank you for the spoiler. Yeah. His <laughs> name is Carl Anthony Towns. Who would have oh, thought? Wow. Actually, I need to check. Uh, who's the league He's leader the oh. in three-point percentage these days? Do you know? Uh, I have no idea, but I'm actually wondering if Cat is the tallest three-point... Uh, possibly. Three point yeah, very likely. I think he's certainly... Uh, yeah, the greatest big man shooter of all time, they say. So the uh, league leader in field goal percentage in three points is PJ Tucker. Did not participate What? in the, uh, <laughs> the 3-1 contest. Yeah, oh but he can only shoot corner threes, you know. So yeah. it wasn't available for the three-point contest because then you have to shoot top of the key yeah. and 45 degrees, all that. Exactly. And number two is Luke Kennard. So actually, I thought I thought um, Kat had a good percentage, but uh, not as good, not as good as that. Uh, let me mm -hmm. see how he how how high is. Oh well, I don't. Um, cool. All right. Well, I thought we'd. Um, We're not going to discuss too much about the All-Star game, first of all, because it's currently in play. And let's be honest, this is the part of the season which is probably not that interesting to those okay. who actually follow the NBA. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's fun. It's some highlights, but it feels more like Harlem Globetrotters rather than actual competition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I have three questions for you to talk about, I guess, the, the season so far and uh, the season coming up or the rest of the season coming up my first question is pretty straightforward it's you know, a simple question but just to get the conversation going and i'm interested to hear your thoughts on this okay. um which is the most positively surprising team you have seen so far there's a few candidates and you're gonna have to tell me why so, easy. so the candidates are uh chicago Uh -huh. who has been, well, certainly, I think a lot of uh, people were seeing them, you know, not being that good, and eventually they're quite good. Miami, currently lead, leading the, uh, the East. Cleveland, Toronto, the Warriors, Memphis, of course. Denver, really still kicking goals, despite, you know, the absence of uh, um, uh, Michael Porter and, Michael and uh, yeah, and um, Jamal Murray. And uh, the Timberwolves 
who yeah. are actually not that bad and have the three-point, you know, shooting yeah. winner in their team. So these are right. these are your your um, I guess candidates. Mm-hmm. You may pick another team, but I have a strong sense that your team, the most positively surprising team you've seen so far, is going to be in those eight. Hundred percent. Um, when you asked the question, I was actually I already knew the answer, and the answer is the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> There's no doubt uh, they they are exceeding the expectations, especially considering you know the injury of Colin Saxton and and then Ricky Rubio. The way they're playing is, is amazing. JB Biggerstaff, is that JB Biggerstaff Jr.? Or I don't know, like the coach is doing a, yep. an excellent job. You know, when they signed Mark Cannon and they had Kevin Love and Jared Talent and, um, and uh, Mobley. And Mobley, of course. Uh, no one believed that they could actually play like that. And it's amazing. Uh, they, they are a very fun team to watch. Um, Jared Allen is playing a great basketball, but let's be honest here. We have a, we have a franchise player, uh, probably future defensive player of the year in Eva Mobley. He's, I don't know, man, he's great. He's positioning. He reminds me of a much better Chris Bosch. Uh, so he just mm. needs to develop the mid-range jumper. And of course, you know, right after that, they were also, they gave a, a massive signal when they signed Rajon Rondo, like, you know, we want to make a run into the playoffs. We, we're not just there to uh, to get to the playoffs, but man, the East and Conference gonna be so good. Like the first, <laughs> the first playoff, uh, the first round is gonna be so good. Uh, you actually mentioned Chicago. Chicago is probably in the top two or top three, and they've missed out on Caruso. And by the way, fuck Grayson Allen. Seriously, what a foul! <laughs> on Caruso, yeah, that was a crazy play. Yeah. So, but you know, the second thing that I like the most that has surprised me the most because of their maturity is the Memphis Grizzlies. And we have someone with, we have a, not only a franchise player, we have a association player, a player that can be the face of the, of the NBA around the world with Jamoran. The guy's insane. The guy's insane. But I also love Desmond Bain. Uh, I, I'm such a big fan of Desmond Bain, aside from the fact that he's a, he had an amazing interview in uh, a podcast you know, with JJ Reddick. Um, they're fun to watch. They, they're taking advantage of the fact that the Western Conference is not as balanced as the Eastern Conference, mm. and they're going to make a run. Are they going to be the, the Suns and the, and the Warriors? No way. But 100%, in my point of view, they're going to make it to the Western Conference semifinals and get to game six uh, or five or six. <laughs> so, so I gave you two, and if I have to give a third, that would be as a surprise the Los Angeles Lakers. Maybe no, that's not even a surprise. positive positive surprise. I said. A positive, positive. <laughs> Man, definitely the the Minnesota Timberwolves because I I was actually thinking about it yesterday. Uh, uh, man, what's his name? I'm I'm having like a brain fart. Edwards. Anthony uh, Edwards. Yeah. Anthony Edwards is probably one of the most underrated first you know, overall first round picks ever. Mm. Um, I think it, based on, if you, if you look at the, if it's a ratio between the expectations and how he's actually performing. Yeah. It was, it was a, quite a poor draft. And he's, you know, from a leadership point of view, from, a, from an energy point of view, he's, he's kind of changing the franchise. You know, D'Lo is no longer in the top two players nah. in Minnesota. And then we have, you know, the player that everyone hates if, if he's playing against you, but everyone loves if he's playing with you with Pat Beverly. <laughs> so there's kind of a, 
and and also they have Jalen McDaniels and uh, Vanderbilt. So it's kind of a change in the in the franchise in Minnesota. But probably this summer they're gonna they're gonna make a move on D'Angelo Russell because they need to. They need to. So those are my three positive surprises of the year. Mm. Mm. Um, well, I guess I'll start with Minnesota. It's actually a team that I haven't haven't watched too much um, this season, but uh, I followed, I guess, from afar. Uh, the development of Anthony Edwards and coming back to what you said, I think let's be honest, I, I don't think he had a great first year as a as a rookie. Certainly, the first half of the first year wasn't wasn't great, but he's certainly grown so much between last season and and this season. And uh, I agree with you that I think I think he he can certainly bring the Timberwolves much higher than than where they are. Um, I don't know whether or not they're going to make a move. I think I think at this stage, Timberwolves are like if they can make the playoffs without Jimmy Butler, it's going to be a success success for them. That's probably you know mm-hmm. their their goal at the moment. Yeah. Um, I think you know D'Lo came because he was good friends with Carl Anthony Towns, and so far I think it's been good to see that he's I guess allowed Anthony Edwards to grow and to become you know the one two combo with Cat. Um, and you know, not not be not be a ball hog anymore, or at least not as much. Um, but you know what? I thought- I actually, I I wanna totally interrupt you. You're the presenter, <laughs> and I don't care as we talk. We don't talk that often. I spoke about three teams already. I don't wanna hear your opinion. <laughs> I wanna I wanna ask you about two other teams. Tell me about the Denver Nuggets and the Dallas Mavericks. I wanna hear uh, your thoughts on, yeah, on the Denver so, Nuggets because Jokic is insane. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I think I think you know um, the uh, Nuggets coach keep banging on you know the fact that Jokic is underrated and that no one gives him credit for you know being an actual MVP that people recognize that he's the MVP and I, I, I gotta hand it to him like Jokic is just amazing he makes anyone around him so much better the fact that they're currently they're, so they're currently in sixth place. Um, and they're what three games out of four. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the standings right now. Like they don't have a team. Like they have Jokic, and that's it. I mean, no offense to Will Barton and you know Aaron Gordon, but they they and Monte Morris and all that. I think they they're okay, but they're not they're not like the players that you take to you know have home court advantage when you when you go to the playoffs. So beyond you know the statistics and the you know, Jokic PER and, you know, his rebounds and his defense, etc. He just makes everyone around him better and he makes them play as a team. And I think ultimately what we see and we go back to, and I'm going to talk a little bit about this as well after, um, team basketball wins games regardless, well, regardless. Talent is important. And I know that everyone has said, if you want to win the title, you need talent. But for the regular season, you you got to give credit to to Jokic being just an unbelievable player and still quite young. I mean, how old is he? 27, 28, maybe? Um, so he still has quite a few years, maybe even younger than that. Um, so still has quite a few years in front of him. Uh, the Mavs, I mean, since Luca got in shape, he's much better. <laughs> Jokic uh, is actually 27 today. 27 today. Well, there you go. It's his birthday. Yeah. <laughs> um, when Luca, when Luca is in shape, he's just unbelievable. I think he's going to have a very strong second half or second half rest of the season. Uh, and the Mavs, for all the shit they took 
because they didn't start the season so well and Jason Kidd is their coach and da-da-da. Uh, they're you know, sitting in fifth place and they're good. I don't know about that pausing trade, or at least I don't know about what they got back from the pausing trade. Uh, like I don't think Denwitty is moving the needle for them. Um, who's the other player that they got? Burton's. Burton's. Yeah, well, maybe if he finds his shooting again, maybe he can make a difference. I, but... I, I like the trade. I liked it because when you can, when you have a chance to get rid of Porzingis, you do it. <laughs> but this trade is not going to help them this season. That's what I'm saying. So... Not at all. Not at all. But you know what? They have Dean Witty, They have Bertans. Um, they're finally going to make it, in my point of view, to the first round because Luca is just that good. But if next year they don't get a second top player, um, yeah. Yeah. there's going to be two years of Luca, and then it's going to start looking around. <laughs> yep. No, I, uh, I agree. So, but, you know, uh, again, got to give credit to, I think, Kid. He, he has been a better coach than what I anticipated, I think, and what a lot of people thought. Because his first, his first stint as a coach was not great. Uh, but maybe maybe going to the Lakers and winning a, a championship helped him just become a more mature coach who's better at uh, working with his players. Um, that's it um, for the two teams that you've uh, that you've asked me. Now, cool. um, the other question I had you you've kind of uh, talked a little bit about it, and I guess I, I don't want a default answer. Um, uh, but the, the question was going to be the team or the player that you've most enjoyed watching, and I think. There's a lot of candidates also in that positively surprise, you know, uh, uh, positively surprising uh, teams. But let's focus maybe a little bit on the player. And we're going to eliminate Ja because I know he's electrifying and everyone okay. talks about Ja. So who's the second player you've enjoyed the most watching? And just one thing on Ja that I'll add, and I know I've, I've heard that before. I don't know if you share that uh, thoughts as well. Like, I'm actually scared of how he plays. He reminds me too much of... Russell Westbrook Irish. and Derrick Rose. And like, I'm just scared that he's, he's going to have a freak injury and then he's going to waste a year of his, you know, of his career just playing yeah. so reckless. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. I, I, to me, it reminds me of Allen Iverson. And yeah, a bit. Allen Iverson was actually less muscular than Ja Morant. And it's a different era, you know. Yeah. He didn't have access to all the facilities that Ja has. But man, I feel like right now you gotta be very lucky, and everyone's gonna incur in an injury, and it really depends how bad the injury is. Think about—I'm not sure if you've seen the images of um, Anthony Davis actually getting on on uh, Jordan. What's his name? Uh, DJ Jordan? No, what? DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, sorry, DeAndre Jordan and and Dwight Howard because he couldn't walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anthony Davis, what a beautiful basketball player. And his career, I would say his career is, yeah. you know, there's someone who I know very well who traded Anthony Davis, who traded <laughs> Trey Young for Anthony Davis. <laughs> in the you mean uh, in, in our fantasy team? I don't know who yeah, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I made that. Um, I can't believe I drafted Luka Doncic and Trey Young in the same draft. Um, but, but did anyway, you? Wow. I did. I did. I did because I traded... I traded up and sold KD to someone I know very well. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't have to... KD anymore? Who doesn't, Who doesn't have KD have, anymore? Yeah. <laughs> because I just wanted to, to get Luca. But um, 
to answer your question, um, maybe maybe the mother wasn't. Uh, mm. He's definitely a candidate. I'm trying to think, uh, man, Embiid is playing out of his mind, right? So we got <laughs> I mean, Embiid. Now that he Rosen. has the step back, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the step back, step, 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 step back. Did you see step, that play? Step, step that back. Play? Yeah, Tra- traveling back to <laughs> to Cameroon, and uh, then um, man, probably probably Chris Paul. You know the craftiness of that ass is an ass. Um, <laughs> he's actually. I recommend you watch the podcast with JJ Ragdick, where you know they talk about the, the famous Chris Paul foul that he gets every every single game. Ah, uh, yeah, when he when he yeah, swings exactly. his arms around, yeah. But man. Um, that's a tough question. I would probably say I'll probably say the Marder Rosen because 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 he's also um, tribute to to Kobe, right? His mm-hmm. foot game is so good. Yeah, um, he's been playing so well in in Chicago. Everyone thought you know the Mar is, is done and dusted, and probably the Mar. Uh, also, LeBron, if he wasn't thirty seven, isn't it still incredible what he's doing at his age? Man, I, I read an article. It's not actually an article. There's a there's a really good podcast from Ethan Thomas. I'm not sure if you remember him. He's a basketball player. He plays for Washington and mm-hmm. he's a very political activist. And he has a basketball podcast. And he, he was talking to he hosted Kenny Martin. And Kenny Martin said, Yanis Antetokounmpo has now become like LeBron James. He's no longer in the MVP conversation because he's just that good because <laughs> it's just that good you know he's constantly good yeah. um and lebron is insane 37 year old he's insane um we we underestimate we underappreciate lebron james um but look i just want to have a look at the standings just to see if i'm missing a player it was a cowardice box i think what um, um what i like about the rose and I, I agree with you with what you're saying i don't know if i enjoy watching him play but what i can say about him is i think he's at the top of his game like he's just he's like this is his best season from from uh from ever and and he's been he's been in mvp conversations in the past because he was playing well as well but i think he's just found a way to just get to his spot when he needs to um you know hits the shot he needs to hit when he needs to just you know defense is all right it's not great but it's all right um he reminds me a fair bit about of um, Jimmy Butler in that sense. Like it, it's a guy who knows exactly who he is, knows exactly what he can do, and even when they have like a a bad game or they go you know one for fifteen, they can still hit a dagger two or three or whatever and get to their yeah. spots and you know get get a basket when when their team really needs it. And or also you know can can move the ball so like really 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 good players i would say that the second tier beyond guys like lebron and yanis and yeah i think Embiid. what what Embiid's doing is is very impressive um certainly but i want to see him do it for a couple of seasons without getting injured as well uh before i can crown him as part of the great um like the LeBron and the Yanis and the Jokic. Oh man, there's not, there's not, he's not there. He's not there. Yeah, I, I don't think he's there yet. Even though, like, he's he's the MVP candidate right now. Um, and I understand the rationale behind it, but yeah, I think we, you know, there's so much which is driven by the narrative of, oh, look at this play, he, look at this new person. Oh, look at this new guy. We love this new guy. Um, 
but yeah, we we forget, we forget. But Steph, I have a, uh, if we if we have one minute, I have a like my view about Embiid. He's actually as guilty as Ben Simmons for <laughs> last year. Um, and Embiid, I want to see Embiid not in the la- in the final quarter, in the final two minutes. Because last year against the Atlanta Hawks, I remember him true. getting out of breath. That is not true. making his shots. Of course, Ben Simmons is gonna instead of going for the <laughs> for the open dunk, he passes the ball. But Embiid is the one who you know who turned the ball over to Gallinari, who's never stole a single basketball <laughs> in his life, and he did. Uh, Danilo Gallinari, the the least defensive player ever in the in the league, and even the year before, and and I was watching the the game against Milwaukee, and I you know and I was watching the highlights, of course. And I look at it, and of course, this is a very limited view. But he gets he gets forty points by with six minutes left. Yeah, yeah. That's where I want to. That's where the Demar Derozan. That's where the Jimmy Butler. Yeah. That's where the LeBron James. That's where they get ten points. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Six minutes. So that's where I want him to take it to the next level. I don't care. Okay, I don't care. It's good. Um, I'm happy that he's got that he's got James Harden, and I hope we're gonna go over that trade quickly later but um <laughs> you know that's my view on, on Embiid yeah I think it's I think it's it's I tend to agree and I think um yeah you, you we gotta see what he's made of in the playoffs I guess and and particularly in the last six minutes of a game because yeah the first uh 30, 32 minutes are important but it's a long game as everyone says everyone says all right Third question, and then we can get to your questions or your trades or whatever you want to talk right. about. Which, uh, and I also have a few candidates for you on, on this one, eight to be precise. Which team, the question is general, but we can put certain goals if you like. Which team is going to turn it around post All-Star game? And we can say which team is going to get home court advantage if you want to, but you're going to see that there's a few teams which already have home court advantage, so it doesn't necessarily apply. Like which team essentially has been disappointing so far and you think are going to turn things around so the candidates are the new york knicks an open (laughs) question all right the hawks uh, the brooklyn nets the utah jazz the lakers portland the new orleans pelicans or the sacramento kings with the recent acquisition of sabonis so which team you think is going to be kind of like you know, like a positive story in the post all-star game where it's going to say oh this team is better than what we thought, or this team is finally at the level that we thought they were going to be, say, for example, Lakers or Jazz, or this team is better, like the Kings or the Pelicans. I was going to, if it was going to be an open question, I was going to say New Orleans. Oh, it is an open question, so you can say New Orleans. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know. (laughs) But, you know, before you mention all the candidates, yes, definitely New Orleans. Um, (laughs) CJ McCollum is that kind of trade where, it's going to be good for this year, next year, and then the year after with a $40 million uh, year, a year, remember. He's going to be one of the players that's going to get traded for sure. Um, <laughs> but, you know, and I don't have much to say about New Orleans because I don't watch them, and I think they're going to get to potentially a play-in tournament spot, and that's it. Um, but there's so many things that you can say about these teams. You know, Utah, it feels like, or... The rumors are like there's um, not happy, not much happiness mm-hmm. between Gobert and, and Donovan Mitchell, and it's not easy to, and it's not the first time, and it's not yeah. easy to move those two contracts. And we know what Gobert is in today's NBA when it comes down to the playoffs. Um, you without, mean really good? 
without mentioning the fact that he's French. He should just <laughs> he, he should just play for for Limoges or you know one of the <laughs> Euro League. So if you're the ja- if you're the Jazz, you have to trade one of these two players. Who do you trade? I trade Gobert. So you go with all right, guys. The only reason we're good in defense or we're somewhat good in defense is because of Gobert. Let's just trade this guy no, and go like, full on if offense. You're, if you are the Jazz, first of all, you don't trade Gobert. <laughs> and you don't trade Donovan Mitchell. You keep them and you just go with it. And try you to make, make it work? Yeah, you, you make it work because it's Utah. It's Salt Lake City. No one's going to go there and be happy to be there. Uh, but going back to your question, um, I think the Lakers are going to make a move on Fogel. Um, in, that, in that part of the season? In the second half of the season? Yeah. yeah. You don't um, think they would wait until the offseason? I don't think so. Um, wow. I don't think so, because because uh, LeBron wants to win, and right now they're not going to win. They're not even gonna make it to the to the playoffs. A team that's gonna go down, unfortunately, it's gonna be, and I don't know how they're gonna make it, but it's the Clippers, because to me the MV, one of the MVPs, you know, we're talking about MVPs this mm-hmm. year. Coach of the year should go to Tyrone Lue this year, or top three. He's doing an excellent job without without um, his two stars. Yeah. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and a shitty team, honestly. Like, um, and me, I wouldn't want to go against the Clippers in the first round because they're just yeah. coached so well. And, and talking about New York, I think I think Thebes is gonna go um, soon. And Atlanta, Atlanta's gonna make the playoffs, but it's gonna be they are going to make the playoffs, but it's not the, the East is so packed this year. Then there's no way they're gonna make. They're gonna get a, a sweep or a four-one <laughs> in the first round. In the first round, yeah. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. I guess uh, there's one. There's one team we haven't spoken about, which is also kind of like uh, they've won the last nine out of ten, and like they're really on a really on a upper trajectory. Is the the Celtics? What are your thoughts on the Celtics? The Celtics said um, they've been playing watched. really well recently. Yeah. I haven't watched them, honestly. Uh, apparently with Derek White and Jason Tatum, Derek Williams, who has been playing extraordinarily. I just believe, man, that the... And again, I go back and let me, let me come up with the, with the topic here. Let's talk <laughs> about the first round of the playoffs. All right. It's going to be East? Miami. Uh, yeah. You know, randomly. Miami, Philadelphia, Milwaukee. Those are the top three. Then we're probably going to grab Brooklyn. Cleveland, Chicago. Chicago with Lonzo Ball and, and Caruso. And then... We're going to get someone, I don't know, even the Raptors are coached really well. Um, yes. We got Boston Celtics, the Horn, I mean, the Hawks and, um, and the Nets, of course. So, but well, the Cavaliers are actually fourth right now ahead of the... Yeah. So, and, and the Miami Heat, man, the Miami Heat, they're not playing basically and they're leading the conference. It's crazy, huh? It's crazy. They, they, are, they have, I mean... Lowry has been injured or ill for a long time. Adebayo as well. Butler has missed some time. And they're first. I, and you watch them play. It's what I was saying earlier. Like, it's team basketball. So, it's, it's really cohesive, playing really well. Tyler Hero is, you know, really solid. I think he's found his groove after a really good first season and first playoff, you know, in his rookie year. Yeah. Um, and last season was disappointing. Uh, I think now he's he's in the groove. He's found his place. So yeah, this is going to be a, like as you said, like all the teams you listed, 
one of them is going to go out in the first round or a few of them are going to go out in the first round and that's going to be pretty tough because yeah Miami, Philly, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Cleveland, Chicago, Boston, Raptors that's only eight so even if I stop that first of all you don't have the Hawks you don't have Charlotte um, yeah. in these two so you can swap that with you know the Raptors maybe Boston maybe Cleveland falls you know drops um, and then you have to cut four out of all these yeah. teams for the exactly. second round it's crazy it's insane <laughs> it is it is so yeah, yeah it's going to be pretty pretty tough which also makes me think well you know if i have to have if i have to pick a winner for a, a champion at that time like the east is so loaded that i would put my money on the west west team and then i would put it on the phoenix suns who we haven't spoken about but damn they are good man they are so good solid defense offense there's no flows and you can see you can feel the confidence with how they play they're like we've been there we've done that we know how to do this let's just you know be the best team in the nba right now and for the playoffs i'm really looking forward to to them i think they will make it out of the west i don't see the wires it depends on draymond green uh, if he comes back or not uh, like he's, he's yeah too important to that team and yeah, I know. I know you never bet against LeBron, but I mean, and you do bet against LeBron. Um, no, not with with, with, the, with the supporting cast he has. I'm sorry, I'm not betting against LeBron. I'm betting against everyone else around you. <laughs> yeah, but the Golden State is gonna be interesting to watch someone when Wiseman gets back as well. Um, mm. Something that I look forward to. But you know, man, the the playoffs are the playoffs are the playoffs. You know, if you remember last last year, Phoenix got Anthony Davis injured. Yeah, Denver without Jamal Murray. Um, what happened to the Clippers? Yeah, Clippers no Kawhi, right? In the conference finals. Yep. And then, of course, they were unlucky with, with campaign, fuck campaign. <laughs> and, and, and Chris, and Chris Paul, Paul and getting, Chris Paul getting, getting, getting COVID, but. Yes. Um, and injured as well. He was injured to start in the yeah, first round. Injured, but it's going to be so good. But they're definitely, we, we have the Western Conference final already. There's no doubt. Whereas if you ask me about the Eastern Conference final, uh, it's going to be it's crazy really because, because you don't know if Kyrie is going to play full-time. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, dude, I think I have one question, right? Can I have yeah, one yeah, question? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my question is very simple. Brooklyn and Philadelphia, who won the trade? What do you think <laughs> of the trade? Okay, I think that this is what I think. I think that mid-season trades rarely produce a champion and so i will say milwaukee this this is a cup out answer <laughs> milwaukee Sorry. won the trade this year because i know they're not in the trade but because essentially they're going to have continuity and they're more likely to get past philly and brooklyn in the playoffs wow. i think if you look at if you look at short term you gotta say philly because well i mean they're, they're getting they're getting they're getting a player who can play <laughs> They're getting James yeah. Harden. Like it's okay. You get James Harden, or you get you have Ben Simmons who doesn't play. So yeah, you'll take James Harden definitely. So in that sense, they won the trade. But fast forward two or three years from now, and if Ben Simmons get back to being Ben Simmons and can you know, um, I guess yeah, play well with with a guy like KD or Kyrie, but possibly. But who knows what the Nets are going to look like in two years' time, man? Like I, I have no confidence whatsoever that Kyrie. Years. Said two what? years. Do you want to remember what happened a year ago? 
yeah exactly so i know so so that's what makes me think like you can't like you don't know what the future is going to be like and i think in that sense as well like brooklyn did well to get those first round picks um because i mean yeah they've you know in two years philly may not have any of the players and Brooklyn may not have KD or no Kyrie. I have yeah. no confidence whatsoever in KD and in his words. I think if tomorrow he might say, oh, you know what? I want to go and play with the Knicks. Well, he might just do that. Man, and... KD is going to be out soon. Man, but another player, another great player, KD. Unbelievable. But I'm excited to watch Ben Simmons play outside of Philadelphia. Mm. Um, I'm excited to see his actual value. Because let's be honest, the Nets team, aside from Perry and KD, not that great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, they're missing Joe Harris as well, which I think would be a big, yeah. make a big difference. I was actually, I, you know, speaking about the Milwaukee Bucks, I was watching Ibaka yesterday. Man, I'm, I'm glad he has a couple of months ahead of him because he looks like he's 65. <laughs> you know, of course, he was he was defending on Joel Embiid, but he was so slow. <laughs> but of course he's gonna be he's so much better than the Marcus Cousins that's the reason why they, yeah, yeah. they waived the Marcus right yeah I, I think the Nets with if if they have everyone the really strong team and probably the best team in the East but everyone means having KD having Kyrie having Joe Harris having Seth Curry having uh, Patty Mills yeah Patty uh, like and, and Ben Simmons and Claxton uh or Drummond from time to time, depending on what, what you're focusing on. But like that that's a really strong team with even some depth, particularly on the on the shooting, uh, uh on the on the wings. But that's the problem. It's like half of the players that haven't been there since starting the season or are coming part-time or have a yeah. you know, the certain stance against the vaccine, uh, which is what it is. Anyway, it's certainly gonna be something that's why the NBA is so entertaining, man. <laughs> Never a dull moment with that, with all that. All right, before we go, I have... So this is what I had. Uh, uh, it was a Christmas present. It's, uh, it's written in French, but it's essentially a question a day about basketball. So I am going to test your skills. I'm going to give you three questions. Let's see if you can hit 100%. I don't know what the questions are going to be. Okay. Um, they go from like stuff about last year to like stuff in the 60s to like rules about basketball right. so and cool. i'm also have to gonna have to do a live translation so let's see if you if all you right. can hit that one all right so you're gonna go you you're gonna have three questions we'll see how many points you score and then it's gonna be my uh, where was Kyrie irving playing before signing with the brooklyn nets well that's an easy one you have four you have you have, well you have four candidates but Celtics. i'm not gonna even give you any candidates the answer is Celtics. Boston Celtics, correct. Uh, all right, question two. So you have one point. Which player has, uh, I guess, shot the most three-point shots without scoring a single one in all his career? So essentially someone who's who it can, shot... It cannot be Shaquille O'Neal because he made one. No, it's not Shaq. Uh, hang on. We have to go back to 10 years ago because right now everyone's shooting threes. I can tell you how many how many shots they took, if you like. Is this zero out of ten? No, it's twenty-five. And what are he the was, four options? He was a center. There's no four options this time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he was a center, of course. He played he played from Mutombo. first season was in eighty-four. 
and he played until the 97 98 so he played um so 84 yeah, is, is mj's draft correct so i would have said dikembe mutombo but it's not no it's not dikembe he played for look i'm going to be i'm going to be straightforward with you i don't know this guy <laughs> he played okay. for the clippers and then seattle uh and then cleveland philly and finished in new jersey his last season but wasn't really playing then center power forward first name michael michael j fox michael cage have you heard of michael, michael cage? cage he's uh he's a broadcaster for the oklahoma city thunder now oh really yeah i hate the broadcast from oklahoma city yeah <laughs> actually we didn't talk about josh giddy but hey all right which of these players has a passion for painting you have four four candidates amare stodemeyer shabazz yeah, muhammad Tyson oh, no, Chandler no, no, no. Right. or Julius Randle? Uh, I think it's Amari or Shabazz Muhammad. And the answer is Tyson Chandler. Sorry. Tyson Chandler, of course. So you have one point out of three. Let's see which questions I get. In 2011, who got traded for Darren Williams from Utah to Brooklyn? The candidates are Andrew Miller, Michael Westbury, this might be Yombo, or Derek Favors. I'm going to say Favors. I would say. Okay. Yes, that is correct. All right, you got one point. You got one point. Which player was the teammate of Al Horford and Corey Brewer, Brewer at university? The candidates are Landry Fields, Joachim Noah, Iman Shumpert, Zach Lavin. I have no idea. I'm going to say Al Horford, Corey Brewer. I would say Shumpert. And no, it was Florida Gators. See, I should have known that because it was Joachim Noah. Yeah. Well, you suck, Sammy. So that's only one point for me. Uh, the, last, the last one. <gasps> what is the nationality of Tony Kukoc and Drazen Petrovic? Come on. Come on. It's so lucky. <laughs> so the uh, proposals are Slov- uh, Slovakian, American, Croatian, or Russian? I want to say Croatian. Croatian. Yes, they are Croatian. Yeah. You're right. You won. <laughs> you know, cool. I, I actually just sent you the... It wasn't Shabazz Mohammed. It's Desmond Mason. I'm not sure if you remember him. A great ah, dunker. Yeah. He he's he's selling his paintings for like millions of dollars. That's, really? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. When you asked me that <laughs> question, I'm like, maybe it's Shabazz Mohammed. It's not. No, it was uh, actually Desmond Mason. So, mm. so I think I get two points and I win the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, for knowing about Desmond Mason being a celebrity painter, uh, that's you. That's pretty good pretty good nice thank you right, albe it's getting late your side how long are you in morella for again another couple of weeks or something uh yeah a couple of weeks and then i'm gonna head out to toronto and back to back to europe i think nice so the the raptors is going to be closed when you get there this do you, do you know if there's a chance that they might reopen by the time you get I there i don't know I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. I already watched uh, three games while I was there for two weeks. So. <laughs> and these were not their best games. They've been much better since then. Yeah, but it was, <laughs> it was fun. Like all of the three games got to the final shot. Yeah. Like yeah. So I was very lucky. So uh, your pro tip, if you want to get into the arena, just uh, dress up as a mascot. But uh, yeah. you're not allowed I'm, to uh, distract uh, people on oh. their free throw shots. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Take care, man. Have a good evening. Likewise. Thank you. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.